Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Uh, adventures of one obsessed nutrition coach on a mission to create a world where food makes you better. Today is Saturday, but we are doing this podcast because on Friday I wasn't able to finish the book that I really wanted to share with you. And um, so I finished this yesterday and today I'm sharing with you what I learned, the most fascinating things that I learned from this book and also practical tools that you can use to improve your life, to improve your health, your well-being and your fitness. So the book I'm talking about is The Joy of Movement. And it's written by someone who's been a fan of movement, teaching aerobics classes all her life, but then uh, she switched to doing uh, science and she is a PhD, a doctor, um, and she studied neuroscience uh, related to movements and how it changes our brain, uh, biochemistry uh, in our whole body, and how movement basically Uh, changes who we are and not so much changes as makes us humans who we are. So the book, The Joy of Movement, uh, there are different kinds of movement that are described in the book. Um, The simple movement of walking, uh, movement to the rhythm of music, to different rhythms of music, uh, different kinds of music, to the movement of walking in nature, the movement of uh, endurance training, the movement of uh, races like Tough Mudder. Um, Different movements help us to create, to not so much create, but to inspire, to multiply, to empower different aspects of our humanity. Uh, I'm going to read you a passage from the book to give you a little bit better idea of what I'm talking about. So, the psychological effects of physical activity are often compared to mind-altering substances. The runner's high mimics a mild cannabis buzz. Uh, Synchronized dancing produces a glow not like ecstasy, not unlike ecstasy. Moving to music provides an adrenaline rush similar to stimulants. Um, I've heard a good yoga stretch described as turning one's blood into wine. These comparisons, while imperfect, provide a useful framework for understanding both the appeal and benefits of different kinds of movement. Uh, Another passage that I'd like to read to you, well, first of all, exercise, you know, guys, it's a natural antidepressant, and uh, it's been proven by studies that exercise actually helps you to elevate your mood, to to look more optimistic at the world around you. Exercise makes us changes the way we think about ourselves. Exercise helps us to understand when we exercise, when we overcome pain, when we endure, when we push beyond that point where we think we cannot 
do anything anymore. Like we can't run, we can't lift, we just start, but we still do it. And that changes our personality. It helps us to see those traits in our personality where we can actually do more than we think we can. That we can actually even help others while being exhausted ourselves. You know, races like Tough Mudder, uh, a lot of the, if you don't know what Tough Mudder is, uh, look it up, it's fun thing to look up what people create too. <laughs> Uh, to uh, have fun, quote-unquote, um, in a physical fitness sense. Uh, anyhow, a lot of uh, obstacles in Tough Mudder race, for example, are designed that way, so people can't do them unless they help each other. Um, but exercise, like for example, in a lot of endurance athletes, they say that uh, the most joy of the race, of doing you know, a marathon, 50K, 100K, the most joy they get, they get not from finishing the race, but actually from connected, connecting with all the fellow human beings who endure the same, the same thing. From, uh, they get a lot of joy from being helped by their team, from helping others to overcome their weakness and keep going. Um, exercise helps us to connect to our humanity. Also, walking in nature helps us to get out of our own self and to see a bigger picture, to see bigger perspective. Uh, in a lot of institutions where they treat depression, anxieties, and different mental disorders, they use these days walking in nature uh, or just spending time uh, in nature, with nature, uh, in sunlight. They use that to help people to overcome depression and anxieties, and that actually it helps. It helps just as well and uh, not maybe as predictably for every individual person, but it helps in every single case. Uh, people feel better, uh, depression uh, gets better, anxieties disappear. For some people disappear com completely, for some people uh, the symptoms reduce a lot. They even use it with Navy SEALs and people in military who have uh, post-traumatic, um, I forgot what it was, but when they feel really depressed and lose the um, purpose, the meaning of life after seeing so much suffering and killing. And walking in nature, uh, forest bathing, uh, uh, nature therapy, it also helps them to deal with that, just like uh, some uh, conscious altering drugs might help. Um, but besides all of that, guys, by the way, guys, if you ever feel uh, a little bit out of usual self, maybe you, for some reason, you are feeling uh, depressed on a like continuous basis for a while now. Maybe you have a lot of anxieties. Maybe you constantly like stressed or worried about your future or past or whatever might that might be. Uh, to get out of your head, exercise and especially go and exercise outside. That's the practical takeaway from book. Don't try to feel better to move. No, move first to feel better. If there is anything you can learn from this book, then that this idea that movement changes how you feel, how you think, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, so move yourself into a new way of thinking. Don't wait to think yourself, I don't know, into a new way of being or feeling. Move, and that will change your biochemistry and your emotions and your thoughts.
even. And different kinds of exercise, especially exercise done with music, produce different effects. Like, for example, it has also been, been proven that actually, for example, when an athlete competes and they use their favorite song to keep them going, uh, they hear their, their favorite song, uh, they can endure more, they can go further, they can go faster. Their whole body works better when they hear music that keeps them going, that makes them going uh, and makes them endure, like performance increases. So music is considered to be a legal performance enhancing drug. So if you want to push yourself through through workout, make sure that you have music, your favorite music, and different uh, situations, different workouts, different people uh, require different music for maximum effect. You know, it's not just some music that makes every one of us feel better. It's the music that you specifically like. But there are some, for example, favorite ones, like the one by Eminem to I Collapse. Uh, it, help, uh, it helps a lot of people to get through the toughest workout and increase their performance. Um, this, but by the way, guys, you can use music to also f make yourself feel happier. Like create your own playlist. You know, for example, um, the song "Happy" by Pharrell Williams, uh, uh, and a lot of similar tunes and music actually is proven to elevate your mood. So create your own mood playlist. Uh, you know, for every mood, have your own playlist. If you're feeling down, put on some happy music and you're going to feel much better. And move to that music that is specifically beneficial. So move with that beat, um, feel it, hear it, and your mood going to, and your outlook uh, onto the world going to change. Uh, so that is another practical takeaway. You know, if you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxiety, go and walk in nature, exercise, go for a fast walk or go maybe for a uh, light jog or whatever that might be, it will make you feel better. Or, you know, move to your favorite music. If you need to get through a tough workout, make sure that you are listening to music like to like Collapse by Eminem or Eye of, uh, Eye of the Tiger from the Rocky movie. Uh, all of this helps you, it's scientifically proven, and again, the book The Joy of Movement is written by a PhD uh, who's also a huge fan of aerobics classes, uh, and uh, she uh, teaches them uh, on a regular basis, but then she also studies movement and uh, neuroscience around movement and how it helps us to address different um, psychological and physiological um, problems that we might be experiencing as human beings. By the way, guys, if you are not an exerciser or you find it difficult to maintain a regular exercise practice, um, according to science, to make exercise addictive, or basically what it means is, for example, I myself personally, I've been exercising since the age of, I think my regular exercise started very early because my father used to work as a physical training teacher and he would um, exercise, do exercise with me since I can remember. Um, so I, but exercise, you know, it was a part of my life from very early on and I cannot imagine my life without regular exercise. And so now if one day I don't exercise, I really feel like I'm something missing, like I haven't eaten or haven't drank uh, any water. And 
I also start feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit what I like to call antsy, like I'm just, you know, a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit less pleasant person. Not, not a big, you know, shift, but even one day I feel that, like I feel discomfort from not getting my high from exercise. But in order for your brain to start getting that high from exercise, uh, science, um, scientists uh, figured out that for an average person, it takes approximately six weeks of four days per week exercise with 20 minutes. And those 20 minutes got to be something probably a little bit more engaging or a little bit um, more sweaty than just the walk. So maybe a faster walk if you're uh, really out of um, fitness of, of, of your shape. Uh, for some, it's going to be... Um, and then it's going to be a jog. For somebody, it can be a dance class, uh, but the one where you continuously move for 20 minutes, right? Not just stand and look at others moving. <laughs> so 20 minutes of continuous exercise um, at light to moderate intensity. You don't have to get like super intense with that. Even fast walk might help. So four sessions for six weeks, 20 minutes and more, if you want to do more, of course do more. And then, according to studies, you will start um, feeling uh, not so good when you miss your exercise practice. You, you're going to become addicted to exercise and that is actually a thing. So when you exercise, our body actually produces those uh, chemicals that are called endocannabinoids that um, uh, and also, there is a whole bunch of uh, different uh, neurotransmitters and neurochemicals like dopamine, uh, serotonin, uh, a lot of other chemicals that I don't remember all of the names um, of. But at the end of the day, what it does, it makes you feel uh, like you are missing something, like you are addicted to that um, thing we call exercise when you don't get it. But that happens again. For six weeks, you need to be exercising for four days a week for no less than 20 minutes. And you can choose the activity of your liking. Um, what else I'd like to share with you? So yeah, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling depressed, start walking more in nature. By the way, guys, walking by the side of the road and walking in nature are two completely different things. Uh, walking in nature, especially if it's more of a like, wild nature, that will produce the most antidepressant effect. And if you, if the situation is really tough, ideally you would do it on a regular basis. Ideally, I try to do it every single day. Uh, or, you know, what also can help. If you have a plant in your house uh, or a lot of plants in your house, that also helps you to feel less depressed, less anxious. So plant therapy is a thing. So get yourself a plant at least. <laughs> but walking in nature, especially wild nature, it helps you. And the more, the better. You know, uh, they say that when they treat people with severe cases of depression and anxiety, they tell them to go for a 90-minute walk, so hour and a half. That's a lot of times not doable for a lot of people, but at least do something every day. Maybe if it's, yeah, even if there is like a small park near where you are, go, get there. Especially first thing in the morning to also expose yourself to natural light, to uh, balance out your circadian rhythm, to make you sleep better, you, to make you sleep better, <laughs> to make you sleep deeper. Uh, it works on so many levels, guys. But 
again, exercise. It changes uh, who we are completely. It makes us better leaders. It helps us to see ourselves connected to others, to the world around us. It uh, helps us to feel less depressed and less anxious and actually be more present and be more optimistic. And uh, it helps us to connect with other people and again, to help others, to be uh, leaders that we want to see in the world. Uh, it helps us to endure more, to uh, get through challenges and to believe in ourselves more. So exercise does all of that. Um, so start moving, what can I tell you? And uh, pick up the book, The Joy of Movement, if what uh, you heard today sounds interesting and you'd like to read more about it, because there are so many stories of people whose life were transformed on so many levels because of different kinds of movement. You know, for some people it was uh, running their uh, 5K or 10K or half a marathon. For some people it was uh, dance class or aerobics class. For some people it was some race like Tough Mudder. Uh, for some people it was something like a triathlon or a crossfit or uh, just uh, or weekly daily walks in nature. Uh, that also is an amazing therapy for uh, our busy, anxious, overstuffed, overwhelmed mind. So go, uh, go nature, go walk in nature, go exercise to make it addictive exercise at least four times a week for this for six weeks for 20 minutes uh, each time. Uh, go walk in nature and what else? And that's about it guys. Again, exercise is the is an essential part of being a human being and uh, do that. That's the main takeaway. It's weekend, it's Saturday, it's Sunday. You have a full weekend ahead of you. So go exercise. By the way, guys, to women out there, happy Women's International Day that is on Sunday. So do something nice for you. Enjoy your day a little bit more and appreciate your uh, female side uh, a little bit more. And guys, thank you for listening. Share this episode with someone who needs a little bit more inspiration to start moving. Share this episode with that person. Listen to it together and go on. Maybe even go get out in nature and go for a walk together. And that's even better. Uh, and feel better, look better. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>